folks. Welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter at FTLCast and at FTLCast.com. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLCast. Today we're playing In the Air Tonight by Austin Ramsey. Those of you who are new to this game, here are the basics. In the Air Tonight is inspired by the famous scene from the pilot episode of Miami Vice. I want to caveat here, I had never seen this scene until about 10 minutes ago. Same. You and your partner have a task that must be accomplished, but you aren't there yet. You won't know if you'll succeed, and there's no way to know the cost. On the way to your dire deed, you contemplate what lies ahead, your fears and hopes, and what lies behind, your regrets and doubts. In the Air Tonight is a two-player game where you ask each other questions to tell a story. You can use spindle wheel cards during it. I'm just going to say that now. Uh, I'm Mac. You can find me on the internet wherever you get content at Citadel of Swords. Um, You can find... The uh, writing about wrestling that I do at gatecrashers.fan. You can find the podcasting guild that we are a part of, Standing Stones, on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Um, That'll have links to all the other shows on the network, including Dem Kids, including Roomware, including uh, the Escafil Files, which my lovely partner for today is on, um, and Gay Space Rocks, of course, to talk about Steven Universe. Uh, And playing with me today, we have... What's up? It's me, Jade. You can find me on Twitter and the newly renamed Tumblr, Jade God Oxford bless. Rose, <laughs> uh, as well as Oxford Rose on a bunch of other things. Go find me. Maybe say hi. Um, Macquarie did a great job of introducing every other thing I'm currently doing, uh, so I'll just tell you that my pronouns are still they, them. <laughs> um, our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, unwanted pregnancy, plagues, and pandemics. Uh, Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will just fade to black on, are stevie situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get star-hearted. We should uh, commission some music for this. Given Ooh. the scene that's inspiration, if we go to like Zach or Brian or both, I'd be just like, "Hey guys, you want to do a riff on In the Air tonight, but make it for hey, all hey. either." Yeah, y'all want to do an In the Air tonight riff? That would be really. You want good. to do something with some dope ass drums? I know you do. Please, please give us some dope ass drums.
So we have one line in this doc. <laughs> in the Air Tonight is a one-page game <laughs> and a one-spindle-wheel spread game. And you don't even have to use the spindle-wheel spread. So, as fitting, we have one line in this doc, and it says, Femme Fatale's ready to get shit done. Yes. Very happy about it. Um, I suppose we should introduce our characters, or at least a little bit about them, before we start diving into questions. Yes, I would agree with that. And maybe... Like, the game is purposely vague, and, like, a lot of the questions are about... To be fair, I don't think any of the questions are what... Oh, no, that's one of the last questions. So, really, why these characters are here, we don't need to answer yet. Mm-hmm. I suppose you and I, before we need to dive in, should maybe establish... Ooh, is this, like, urban fantasy? Yes. So, there we go. Yes! <laughs> So imagine... I'm never going to say no! <laughs> That's true. I wasn't expecting you to say no. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> these things are good to establish. But, like, given the, like, the, the direct inspiration for the game, but also these characters, I feel like, okay, let's just, like, take a step sideways and boom, oh, look, we did a heck in urban fantasy. And it's yeah. good. Oh, yeah. I want to introduce our characters and then I have a thought for you as mm -hmm. to how they met. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you should introduce your character first, as technically she is new to follow the leader. Oh, no, that was the reason why I wanted to introduce my character second. All right, then I'll introduce my character first. Um, <laughs> wait, okay, so bringing to the stage, uh, calling to <laughs> set, uh, you know them, sort of, unless you haven't listened to any of the previous arcs. I am returning with... Uh, I think I'm going to call them Coyote Regent in this iteration because mm -hmm. Coyote Sparks just doesn't quite fit right with this. Uh, but Coyote is Coyote regardless. Um, small uh, non-binary femme with long ass red hair, the color of autumn leaves, gold eyes and a smile with slightly too sharp a teeth hiding beneath mm. uh expertly applied lipstick actually this is possibly the closest to the original incarnation of coyote from season one that they've been in a long time so this is fun because mm. mm -hmm. uh let me be clear they are still of a fey inclination in in this yes. universe um but gonna very much leaning into their uh femme fatale slash them fatale slash om fatale origins so um you should know that they thick and uh occasionally will like just happen to be a fox as you do these are you know these are the things i don't know whether this version of them does magic that might be something that comes up in play yeah we'll find out yeah that we'll find out uh but uses uh they them pronouns but uh, is happy with also, like, uh, feminine fem uh, forms of address. Hell yeah. I love them. I'm really excited to finally get to play off of them. God, shit. No, you haven't, have you? I don't think I have. How, have that, how has that happened in fucking five and a bit seasons? Mm. Mm. We, 
we, whenever we play together, we want to play the same characters. That's true. Which is valid of us. We're so valid. So And now we're only just here validating each other, which made <laughs> the point. Um, <laughs> they left us unsupervised again, Mac. <laughs> they did. They did. That was their mistake. <laughs> Introduce your character. <laughs> I'm... I am playing a character that has never been played before on Follow the Leader, and in fact, uh, not very many, I think only five people ever played with. So that's good. And nice. Um, I'm playing a character, uh, her name is Lady Charlena Jackstat. Um, she is a sword lesbian. That's, that's it. That's what I got. No, I'm kidding. Um... (laughs) She is a very put-together, regal lady. She is also secretly a double agent. <laughs> in, the, in the good way. In the good way. Because um, she comes... So she comes from the aristocracy. Whatever that aristocracy looks like. But she cares too much. She has a soft heart. And thankfully, she has... She doesn't quite have the power and the influence to change the system because like she's the only one um but she does have the power and the influence to um protect the weak so that's kind of the shit that she does she is i am going to find a new face cast for her at some point um but she is uh, an older lady not like older older but like in her 40s i want to say mm-hmm very gorgeous, very blonde, very uh tall, tall buff, tall buff sword lesbian. I would call her a milf, but she's not a mother yet. We'll see what happens. I can't believe we've once again done this where you're playing a tall buff person and I'm playing a short redhead. We have to stop doing this. <laughs> Coyote is all of like five foot tall, but they wear high heels. I think Char is now she's she's she has to be under six feet because I can't deal with that. Short person problems. It's just she's just hot. (laughs) She can't be that hot. She could be like six plus once she put a pair of shoes on her. Yes. And she does. She wears heels. Mm -hmm. She is. She is very like, like you know, business professional, red lipstick. I am just picturing Gwendolyn Christie right now until you give me another face claim. You know what? That works. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's picture Gwendolyn C- Christie until I figure out a better face claim because I gotta, I gotta sit with that for a little bit. You're valid. Um, and she uses she/her pronouns. Yeah, I've never found a face claim for Coyote that I like, possibly because there aren't a whole bunch of, like, very femme-presenting AMAB folk around for me to go, yes, that's the vibe I want. Yeah, that's fair. I do, and this is partially a faith thing, uh, that Coyote's definitely got sort of like that real nice, like, light demerara sugar kind of brown skin. Uh, Again. Like, like my, my characters are hot because that's what I want. And that's what I think you, our delightful listeners, deserve. 
Yes. But I have yet, if you, if anyone knows somebody that fits that bill, please like DM me on Twitter or something. Go, hey, Jade, have you considered? Because there there's got to be people that gorgeous in the world. I know for a fact that yeah. there are. I'm just unfortunate enough to not meet them. So. Is, no, I can't, I'm not going to do that. I don't know what is, I think for Char, there's lots of stuff in her history. Hmm. But like. As far as anyone is concerned, she's human. Mm. Because it's all so diluted. Sure. Like, for all intents and purposes, human. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, human. I just need to attack Mac with this picture. Please stand by. <laughs> it's just a good vibe. If Discord will wake up and let me post this picture here. Because I do think I do think that there's also Faye in her, but it's not like it's it's it. Damn, this picture is taking fucking forever to send. It was huh? too, it was too big. It was too powerful, too high resolution. So I want to see if this one is slightly yeah. more tolerable. There we go. So I think so I think I think there's some Faye in her. I think there was some wear in her. Um. Mm. I think there were, there are vampires in her family. I cannot in good conscience make her a vampire. I just, I was thinking of, yes, very much so. Um, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, it would fit. And I'm like, I think that's too on the nose. And I know that we do that, but I'm like, mm, I don't want to do that. There's, there's, there's on the nose and this feeling like maybe you're leaning too far into a trope. Like yeah. Tropes can be all well and good, but sometimes you don't want to necessarily take the most obvious option as fun as it can be. Yeah. So hope. So I'll think about like what is going on with her and I'll get back to y'all about it. <laughs> I like the notion that she's human enough that humans think she's human but mm -hmm. has enough of something else going on that the other folk know that she's also them. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Cool. And that's, I mean, that's the reason why she's she's doing, you know... What she does. And that's the reason why she's able to do what she does, because they can trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've talked before, uh, last time we saw Kyori was... <laughs> Uh, when we played the best around, actually. Um, thanks, Austin. Oh, yeah. Um, so you have played off Kyoto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did forget about that. That was such a different vibe to the usual games, because that's just a one-off universe, I can see. Also, there was, like, skateboarding and things in that game. So it's Yeah, I was... I, I more remember everyone making me uh, do a fucking you know, justify your position to Austin Ramsay, which is like, this is my least favorite game in all of Firebrands. Why are you making me do this? Uh -huh. Also, like, when you're playing, when there's, like, a skeleton in a red tracksuit that can make himself taller, it's really easy to forget everyone else who was in the <laughs> game. <laughs> That's true. That is also true. Um, but to circle back to why I mentioned that game and had this realization, um... Kyori has, uh, in various iterations, been linked to the Fey hierarchy, monarchy, political structures, and definitely does like sort of 
envoy work for sure so i like bringing that sort of energy in so but what was your thought on how these two could have met okay so we had talked about them potentially being assassins Mm -hmm. and i like the idea if they met on a job not where they were assigned the same person but where they were assigned the opposite people so it's like you have to, Kyote had to assassinate someone in protection of someone else, and Char had to assassinate the other person in protection of the person that you had to assassinate. I'm with you, I'm with you. I was like, what, what? I was trying to connect some dots. Yeah, you were trying to connect some dots. I got that. I got you there. I got you Yeah, there. no, no, I get you. Like, the marks were together that we were assigned yeah. to do. But yeah. we d- wasn't a conflict of interest, so... I was going to say, I'm enjoying the Mr. and Mrs. Smith angle that we're already bringing to the table. <laughs> I do like the notion that given that, like, uh, Char does... Is it, sorry, is it Char or Char when you're shortening it? Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't actually know how to pronounce her name. It's like, how how do you tend to pronounce it? I don't say it that much, to be fair. fair. So I think it should be Char. Okay. I think it should be Char. Gotcha. Uh, I do like the notion that because like Char is like is like this sort of diplomat type, and Kyoto's envoy work. So maybe they both just like they know each other from like functions and things like that, and had yes. no idea that they did this kind of work as well. <laughs> and it's just like it's literally like a oh funny running into you here when the here is an assassination attempt. Yes, and it's kind of like I think. I, I do also like the idea, like, afterwards, Char goes to Kyote and is like, okay, I like you enough that I would like to compare notes to make sure that we're doing the same thing. Hmm. Good shit. Because I like you enough that if we're on opposite sides, I would like to, I would prefer to avoid you if at all possible so that we don't, I don't make things messy by mm-hmm. mistake. But they're on the same side, so it's fine. Very good. Okay. What was the other thing I was... I was going to say something else. Oh, oh, oh. I think it's... Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna DM you this one. Ooh. Ooh, I can spell. Eh. As long as you get a vibe, it's fine. Yes, good. Here for it. Love it. Yeah. I can hear I can hear Jade typing also. See, I also can't spell. Cursed <laughs> thing it's fine. Oh, yeah, at least if you for me, I couldn't spell Kyote. <laughs> well, you mean the strange name I picked for my character that is not necessarily mm. a word that you encounter, unlike me mistyping she. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> Everything's great. Don't worry about it. Alright, so these are our players, as it were. So, do we just dive in? I guess we just dive in. Okay, I'm going to give these cards a quick little shuffle again. Alright. So, we have a list of questions that we can answer in any order. Uh, some maybe lead to others, more instant. Like, the board that Austin has done for this game is super tight. I, I really like how it looks. Um, I love I love a good neon. I really love a good neon. I love neon. some neon. But yes, we have a bunch of questions we can answer in any order that we ask to each other. Um, and once we've answered all of those, then we have like the big questions of like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the 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 bit the the why are we here kind of a vibe. Yeah. But yeah, so I would like to know what we're doing personally. But we're not we're not supposed to answer our task until the end. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, the the questions that are the last Great. ones. Yeah, right. I can read. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like, no, I don't want to I was thinking about that specifically, and then I was like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to do that. And it turns out it's in the rules. So. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time we've ignored rules. No, we should do them. We should do it right. Let's let's look at the board and then start near the bottom half of the board. Maybe this will will help us. Yeah. There's something interesting about pulling the task later. Because it then sort of puts everything else into a new context, which is cool. Yeah. So. It's good. Okay. Let, let, let's start off with a key visual. What cool vehicle are we traveling in? Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, let's start with the vehicle. Let's mm-hmm. let's start with this this cool vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was about to be like, I was about to be like, what if it's a cool bike? And then it's like, you can't hear anything over a cool bike. Alas. Alas, unless it's like, unless it's like a cool bike that has a like quieting. No, you would have to. No, you couldn't put a quiet. You couldn't put like a muffle spell on a cool bike because then you wouldn't be able to hear if other shit is happening around you. Yeah. That's so dangerous. It's fine. So it has to be a cool car. Char kind of shown up on a cool bike before we got into a shared vehicle. We done. Oh, that. I see. I see what you're after, Jane. What? I don't know what you could be referring to. Motorbikes are cool. Charlena deserves a motorbike. Yes, she does. I'm just like, huh. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Char can have shown up on a cool bike, and then they. I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do also. Mm-hmm. I do just love. Oh no! You know what? This can be afterwards. Okay. This can be after. Okay. Um, I was gonna be like, I love the image of them on a bus, but I was like, this can be after. They have to ditch the car, mm-hmm. and so they ride a, bu- a bus back. Mm-hmm. Good shit. But I, I think it's, I think it's like a cool car. All right. Is it a? Con- I don't know anything about cars. Neither do I. I'm gonna. Um, uh, actually, just pull a card because there aren't that many gaps on the board. Um, we're filling in a board. And it's fun. This mm-hmm. might give us some uh, cool details. Cards are good. Cards are good. Windfall. Fortune lost, secret uncovered, a bullet dodged, or beginner's luck, an old habit, a new scar. An interesting, an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Though to be fair, when I think of windfall, I think of like apples, obviously. I just love the notion mm. that it's like that kind of honey, that kind of bright snow white apple red car. Mm. And it's like the most kind of like ostentatious vehicle <laughs> that, or maybe in daylight, it would be super ostentatious, but like as the sun, yeah. as the sun is setting, it takes on almost this like, deeper hue and it sort of like mellows from like that almost like bright like apple red to something more like black cherry color yeah yeah 
very classy. What am I saying? This is urban fantasy. The car actually does shift slightly. Yes. Which is good because it makes it slightly less noticeable. Yeah, it's sort of like the car understands the assignment. Yes. The the car understood the assignment. And like for all that that sounds like I'm being facetious, I mean like I like the notion that if there was a glamour off, this isn't a car, this is like a creature that is currently in the form of a car. Cause that's my jam. I'm I'm nodding, you can't see me. This keeps happening. <laughs> but it's almost like, oh my god, this is our contact who's taking us to the job. Oh my god. Urban fantasy's the best. I love them. Urban fantasy's really good, isn't the thing. Mm-hmm. Is it two Transformers? Well, no, because it looks like a car, and it's sort of like, for all intents and purposes, is a car, but doesn't like then stand up as a. Okay, 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 okay. Though the notion of it being, because fuck it, why not? Of like a construct of some kind of like fey design mm-hmm. that can sort of become enough of a car to then work with a glamour to pass as a car. Mm-hmm. It's just is real good. Also, like, as I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit as a movie, and uh, yes. oh my god, his name is Benny. That name haunts my every day, I swear to Christ. <sighs> did you not see that it was Benny's Cafe in the Miami Vice clip? Yeah, I did. Oh. I yelled in my head. It's, oh my it's good. But anyway, but yeah, like, so the notion that there's a, a more than a more than just sentience with this vehicle that as the sun's going down is like taken on this sort of like deep cherry red like not cherry red uh, like black cherry sort of quality to it is just real good good shit good shit good shit we know we know what we're doing the the, the car is just taking us there yeah like it's more like the location is we don't know yeah okay 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 I think it's a way. It's like got the little. It's got the little GPS voice, but there's no GPS in the car. Mmm, good shit. Love that. Um, but yeah, I like the idea that it's a, a an added layer of protection and deniability, because yeah, we can't say where it's happening because we don't know. Stuff yeah, like exactly. That. We don't know. We couldn't fucking tell you where we were going. We, we couldn't tell you where we were going or how to get there because we don't mm-hmm. know. Well, I guess that answers the destination question. Where are we going? Now, I like that we aren't we aren't sure exactly. Maybe I mean we could have a vague yeah. idea. Like we don't have an address, but like I'm gonna put a car a a car. I'm gonna put a card. Okay, mm-hmm. Empress. Oh my God! Hey, Zoom feature work, please. Uh, unrivaled serenity, master tactician on and off the battlefield, or. Uh, consumed by the big picture, unconcerned with mortal frailty. These are spindle wheels doing some shit today, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of interesting given what we were just talking about at the top with Charlena's whole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. But I do. Th- I do think that like Char is paying attention to what's happening, like like where they're going. But like, even she loses their way. Mm. Like loses her way. I love like, that. Like she's like, 
these are turns that we don't make. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're turns that even exist. That That's the question, isn't it? Is this like roads that we can't see? But roads, roads that only, you know, beings like our car can drive down. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever said. Mm-hmm. Beings like our car. Uh-huh. Love this. Okay, sure. Okay. <laughs> what, do, what do we pass? That's another, that's another good question. I'm going to draw. Oh, well, you did it. <laughs> I did it. Roman candle, a landmark that we pass. Glory and glamour, a dazzling display, a garish firework. Or shock and awe, sound and fury, a mask slipping to reveal fangs. Okay, so it's a carnival, right? Ooh, yes, love this. And it's like, I apologize to anybody. I apologize to everyone listening to this who (laughs) understands this reference. It's like a dark carnival. I mean, I was going to say, like, oh, like, the Devil's Carnival and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but It's like, not quite at... I don't think it's quite at the Devil's Carnival. But I do know what you mean. Like, very sort of unseely chord energy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a... It's a... It's a you-can-check-out-anytime-you-like-but-you-can-never-leave vibe. Yeah, this is definitely the sort of carnival where if a model walked in, they probably wouldn't leave. Yes. Yeah. Thankfully, mm. I'm thinking. Well, while, while you ruminate on that thought, like this is the kind of music you think of when you hear a calliope machine, like that kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think that Char is half mortal. Mm-hmm. I think that she tenses when they pass it. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to stuff like that, it's always a question for her. Mm. And you can never take that. Like, she can never take that risk. Because there's always the chance that mm. the mortal side of her will win over. I love that. But they do. And the so it's like, there's there's a part of her that is. Because it's, it's designed to draw mortal people in. Yes. So there's the part of her that's drawn and there's a part of her that's fighting against it. Yeah. And she's got enough experience to not, like... Yeah. But it's still a very tense moment for her. I was just thinking, I like the notion, and um, despite, like, the name and the monikers, maybe this carnival isn't actively malicious. I just like the notion that this is how it, it exists. It, it exists to do what it does. Because it, yeah. it does provide joy to a certain kind of creature. Yes. It's just sort of like... I don't... Yeah, no. No, no, no. I just wanted to make it clear. I knew you would probably be on the vibe, but I just like, for our like, this is not like an evil place. And ha- no, it's just dark. Mm. For sure. There's just... Yeah, it's just... It's just wrong. But mm. it's... Once you get in there, it's fine. It's fun. It, it, it's just off. It's just off a little bit. And if you're if you're not mortal, you can tell that. Yeah. Uh, it's literally the um, the notion of what is like carnival esque. Like the whole point of it is it, it subverts assumptions about the dominant style or atmosphere. I, I am checking mm-hmm. an article, but because I, I watched a YouTube video that was talking literally about like the carnival esque, and it's like it's deeply rooted in like the human psyche, what it is to be carnival, and it's sort of like 
it's almost like in the way that jesters are it's like up is down left is right dark is light and that that's the whole point of it yeah it exists yeah. because there has to be the shadow to the light like you can't have one without the other they exist in balance with each other yeah and part of that balance is the carnival itself yeah i wonder if the carnival itself is not is is i i am taking back what i said before because i'm thinking Mm -hmm. more about it okay i don't think the carnival itself is wrong i think there's something in the carnival that is bad oh yeah but the carnival came up around it to prevent you know if you're too busy playing street fair games and buying food and going on rides you can't make it to the house of mirrors Mm. i love that like the way um, a body protects itself by making antibodies like that's so Mm -hmm. cool i love that like its own checks and balances yeah it just has the unfortunate side effect because it's not very good at it yeah of that you know mortals can't leave um you know mm-hmm. so you you know you know not to go near the carnival yeah sick but it is it is still it does still feel wrong because it's got that it's still got that vibe yeah it it's like when something is on a frequency that you can't hear but you can feel it like that yeah. but like emotionally yes yes and it's it's char was like I know I said that she's a sword lesbian, but I don't think she does her assassinations with swords, because that's th- th- large. But she does have knives. Beautiful. She's, she's a blade lesbian. <laughs> and she was, like, sharpening her knives. And she just, like, pauses. All I can think of that is that old adage. And I think it's, like, well, she's like, kings get the sword. Which is mm-hmm. a whole thing from like like executions, but yeah, I just that 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 sentiment just like popped right into my head. Yeah, like if Char has the sword on a job, you know it's a high level. <laughs> yeah, you know that it's high profile. Exactly. I think at that, uh, Kiari will like raise. I like thought that neither of them are driving because obviously the car can drive itself. So they're just like chilling, like in the front seat, but just yeah. like, it's just very good. And Kiyoti was just filing their nails uh, into like, <laughs> but into like scary points kind of a vibe. Like in the same way that Char is sharpening knives, mm-hmm. Kiyoti is arguably doing the same thing, but just with their claws. They just look more like fingernails, like long nails in this light. So, because glamour, baby. Um, just like looks to her, just like, "You're right there, dear." I will be. All right, I'm just sort of like wrap gently against the um, dashboard, and um, just like mind speeding up a little, just for a moment. Because I feel like Kiri like maybe wasn't looking isn't like paying attention to the surroundings in the same way that char is and as soon as like they see what it is just like like ah and isn't gonna comment on it directly 
Yeah, the the GPS the <laughs> GPS voice says finding alternate route. <laughs> Good shit. My vibe check was Fiddler's Rosin, by the way. Ooh, nice. Uh, making do for want of a horseshoe nail, aid a promise but never awarded. So, hmm. fun. Um, let's see. Which one of us would have someone to call? It might be. Because Charles. I don't. I, mm, I was going to say, I don't think that at this point Char has anyone to call. Unless it's Marlo. That's a vibe. I like that. It could be Marlo. God damn it, August is offline. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, hey, August, do you want to do a pickup for this? I'm sure they would. As long as you don't ask them to do it this weekend, I think it will be fine. No, 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 I'm not. No, I know you wouldn't. Not... My point is, like, generally speaking, they're game. <laughs> the problem, the, then then the problem with that is, is that I would want, the, the only problem with that is I would very much want to do it, mm. but the answers would influence the rest of the game. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. Hmm. <sighs> She could call Kari, mm-hmm. or she could, you know what it is? She calls Marlo, Kari picks up. Love that. Um, let me, let me, let me pull a card for this just to see. So do we pass, like, a call box on this alternate route? And is that what? <laughs> Fucking incredible. Incredible. I love that. Lieutenant on one side is Marlo and on the other side is Kari. Mm-hmm. Because we've got right hand of power, which would be Marlo, and we've got impartial emissary soldier for hire, which is Kari. Fucking incredible. I love Spindleheel. Yeah, I I yeah, I wanted to be a I wanted to be a call box on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about a phone and I'm like, I wanted to be a call box. Mm-hmm. Um so Char kind of like taps on the dashboard and goes, "Can you give me, can you give me a minute?" And the car sort of slows and to a stop. And as as she goes to get out, she's sort of like, "I just like the notion of it being something like the pact is sealed." It's like just like you asked for a minute, kind of a vibe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm on a I'm on a time limit. <laughs> oh, I just like the notion. Oh, how about this? No. As uh, she gets out, she has, like, this fluttering of, like, um, just, like, when you feel a little bit... It's like when you sit up, stand up too quick. Mm-hmm. But it's not that. And it's because uh, the entity currently, the form of a car, has taken a minute of Charlena's life force. Just, like, a minute she might have spent at the end of her life doing something else. It's just like, and now the car has it. Because she asked for a minute. A minute for a minute. And I like Faye. Mm. If you're cool with that. Fair enough. And I don't think it's done it like maliciously. It's sort of just like, it is what it is. And maybe that's, she, no, that's she didn't think the full of the phrasing. Because No, the- I think, I mean, 
Char has experience. She yeah. understands the, you know, the price. Sure. There is a price. So, um, so she hits the call box and dials the number. And, uh, picks up and she can sound, hear the sounds of, like, dinner being made in the background. Mm. Hello? Oh. Hello, Kari. Hey, Lady Shaw, how's it going? God, I fucking love Kari. <laughs> Did we? Wait, hold on a second. Quick, quick pause here. Mm -hmm. Did we ever play off of each other in that Firebrands game? I don't think so. There may have been one interaction. All right, great. But there's like, Fell is the, the bridge there. For sure. So. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. But it's just like, I'm just like, damn, I don't think we ever interacted in character in that game, which is such a shame. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize at the time. Um, is, is Marlo available by any chance? Oh, no, he's not back yet. He had a, he had a thing, you know how it is. And there's, a, d a deliberate pause because like they're both probably paranoid enough like this is a line who knows who's listening all yes. that jazz oh yeah no i i understand that's fine is everything all right yeah yeah everything's yeah everything's fine um i don't even think I don't even think she necessarily had a thing that she wanted to say. Yeah. It was just like, if she heard Marlo's voice, she would have thought of something. Yeah. I feel that. And she kind of is like, I um, don't really have a lot of time, but um, when he, when, when he does get back, just, um, let him know that I called and that I think it's been a while and I'd like to get coffee at some point and catch up. Can do. He'll be sorry he missed you. <laughs> and she kind of like smiles a little bit and she goes, I, I hope the two of you have a nice night, Kari. I think she hears the smile. He's like, well, that's the idea. <laughs> Look after yourself, Charlena. I will. You too. Always do. Um, and she hangs up. Hmm. Um, so I did draw cards. The regret, uh, Survivor, scar-crossed in body and mind, wounded and raw-hearted, or shipwreck sailor, mountain roamer, shiv maker, snake eater. And uh, so that's uh, what do you discuss, which obviously I kind of got into a little bit. And then unsaid, what don't you say, uh, knight, a well-armed soldier, a banner bearer, a champion, or um, tilt. Yeah, okay, that does say tilter. Tilter of windmills, teethed on tradition, malice bred by boredom. Um... I do think that if Char, and this is this is a meta thing that I'm saying, yeah. if Char had managed to get 
Marlo on the phone. Um, she would have asked about there was a subordinate of theirs who a, a subordinate. That sounds really weird. <laughs> um the face, I guess, of their organization who who is lost. Yeah. Not dead, just lost. Hmm. And Char would have kind of asked, like, have you given up on them? Mm. Will you ever? If we lose someone else like that, and, like, not saying if you lose me, if I am lost, will you give up on me? Mm. And I will ask August about that at some point and get the answer to that question because I would like to know now hmm. that I have said it. But yeah, that is... So so that... I think that makes the call mine, which would mean that the item would be yours. Mm -hmm. So what Kyoto bought on this job? Hmm. This card's been following me lately. Um, I pulled the. I don't like to hear that, Jade. Given my surname, I realize how alarming that is. Apologies. Um. No, it's not that. It's just the fucking context of the card itself. Uh, the card I pulled is the final rose, a cop and flower, a veiled threat, or the last bloom of the season, a tribute, an invitation. I'm given the what we talked about about. Kyoto's whole vibe, I feel like it's like the last bloom, like it's something of that nature. The top half of the card. Now I've flipped it this way up. I should <laughs> they're they're <laughs> dull-sided cards for a reason. Um hmm. I think um Char gets back in the car and uh Kyoto is like putting their file away. And there is something in their bag that is glowing a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, fuck it. Lean in. Uh, I think... Uh, Lean all the way in. Child can see, like, the top of, like, a bell jar almost in there. And it's being oh, lit boy. from within by something. Oh, boy. And because of the hues of the colors, just like... It's like almost like a like a soft pink neon-y glow. Mm. I mean, it's not quite as abrasive as neon. It's not. It's not as strong as neon, but casts light. But it's light, getting up there, and it casts light for sure. Yeah. Oh boy. I think she just kind of eyes it mm -hmm. <laughs> as she like. And I think what happens is she, like, taps the car mm -hmm. to uh, be like, okay, we can move on. And um, another minute of her life is taken from her because she took two minutes. Mm -hmm. But that's less important. But she goes, she kind of... Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I want to I know. Which of these do you want to know? I want to know help and hurt. Okay, which do you want to know first? I want to do help. Let's do help first. Okay. Let's do boon and then bane. Alrighty. Hmm. How it helps us. Pulled black book. Bribes taken. Murderers bought. Secrets recorded. 
An old memory, a family tree, a private journal. Will it pull info for us? Maybe it's that, or maybe it's like, oh, it's that a bear witness. Oh, yeah, it super is. Because, like, whatever this is, I go, like, this is some kind of, like, living plant child vibe. All I can think of is the archivist, uh, not the archivist. Thanks, Johnny. The archive Ivy from the Dresden Files right now. Um, mm. But like mm -hmm. a plant. And it's less like it's not like a full-on like a leshy or like a nymph or a dryad. It's not quite that level of humanoid. But it's like definitely this it's it's the cutting or a bloom of a central tree that is a um arbiter or focal point of knowledge for mm -hmm. Fay. And this is a cutting of it or the last of a season's blooms. But it mm. in this mm -hmm. isolated capacity still has the means to take in information. The final rose. Exactly. Yeah. I like the notion. What this basically is is this is a this is like a a magical wiretap. Yeah. All right. How does it hurt me? How does it hurt you? Arbalists. Fucking opportunity in the canopy, picking off the weak and abandoned, or stewards of the land who require sacrifice of blood and bond. Given that we were just talking about plants, that's just so good. Mwah. 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 Thank you, Spandle. So good. Um. Is this another thing where it's the humanness of Charles' heritage? Yeah. Yes. And she kind of goes, Ah, I... Kyote, can you do me a favor, please? I can certainly try. You know the dangers of asking like that, though. Can you close your bag? for me that i can do this sort of like she's got her like eyes closed and is like looking yeah like at her hands yeah i'll like close that i think a little like viney tendril that had started snaking its way out of coyote's bag towards shalina retracts yeah like i feel like these archive trees Again, it's not a predatory thing, but they're drawn to human life in the same way that a plant turns towards the sun. Yeah. Because there's so much going on there. Like, Charlene knows mm -hmm. so much as well. Yeah. I think it wouldn't have been able to do anything. Sure. Agreed. But it would have tried, and that's the point. The thing is, also, she has secrets. Like, yes. it could have taken something, we've well, not taken it, but it could have learned something that wasn't hers to give away. Yes. Yes. She has a lot of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like, about half of them are stuff that she just doesn't talk about mm -hmm. because there's, like, it's one of those, like, if anyone asked me, I might say something, but... No one asks me. And then half of them are, no, no one can fucking know this. 
And I think there's that concern also. Sure. Interestingly. It's very hard mm -hmm. to be a fey assassin when you're half human. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, given everything we were just talking about, I pulled second son for Coyote's goal. Um stricken from history unseen in mirrors unreflected in lakes or a moon out of orbit starved of companionship seeking completion <sighs> very 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 good i think whatever this task is whoever it may involve needs to be forgotten and this final rose isn't just here as a passive wiretap mm -hmm. i just I'm, it's I'm gonna siphon like, the memories away i'm thinking like the word eater from autumn and hyron yes it can consume memory that's and that's probably another reason why char doesn't want it anywhere near her uh-huh because she's got secrets but she's also got stuff that she's not willing to lose for sure um, I have drawn a goal for tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> moon. A solar eclipse, a complete and rapid transformation, or harvest moon and dark machinations illuminated. Okay, so this is easy. Mm -hmm. This is easy. There is something going on with our target. Mm. There is there is something deeper happening. Yeah. There is a deeper conspiracy. And Char wants to know what it is, mm -hmm. and she wants she wants to drag it out into the morning sun and uh, not be there when people find out what it is. <laughs> she wants this person needs to be forgotten. What they were doing does not does mm. not very good. So 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 I think and I think we know each other's goals. Yeah, right? I think so. I because I think. I think we wouldn't be able to be doing this job together if we didn't know. So your job, your responsibility is forget the person. Mm. My responsibility is expose the lies. Mm -hmm. Which is absolutely hysterical for reasons that I will not get into. <clears throat> um, okay. So. So, last couple of crossed pairs we have practicalities and ethics and desire and action mm. i think they're meant to be questions that we ask the other person so okay also the item is what shouldn't you have brought which is very fun <laughs> very very fun like when we got this assignment you are not brent to you are not meant to bring an archive tree no no, it was not. Is that when is that what's gonna prompt one of these questions? Because Charlena knows exactly what that is. Mm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. We'll see. That's fair. What do you wish you could say to me? What a good question. Hmm. I pulled priestess, a calming presence, a reality grounded, a divine purpose, or cracking with power, mired in blood, melancholic and distant. Hmm. This is what I want to say, but don't. You can also draw the second card to cross if that will help. Probably. I'll grab that new. 
Hmm. Just all the fucking flowers. Uh, Ophelia's Garland. Allow those who crowned you to change who you are. Aww. A wilting flower crown, a dubious honour, a sickly and desperate faith. Man, that makes for a fun pair of cards. That's a great pair of cards. Hmm. You can always... Here, here is a thing also that I will say. You can always flip them around if that mm. feels better to you. You don't have to. I'm just saying sure. we know. Sure, sure, sure. Hmm. Oracle's good, though. Or Oracle's very Oracle's good. Oracle's great. I think, Kyoti, because of all this, the stuff that's been going on, and I'm sort of combining both sides of Priestess here, Kyoti wants to... That's been a wheel, baby. That's been a wheel, baby. Kind of wants to comment on how... The nature of what Charlena is. This thing that so far in this journey has seemed like maybe to a to an outside observer a weakness. She is this fey assassin or works as this fey assassin while being also mortal and the difficulty that brings mm -hmm. and how she doesn't know just how powerful it makes her like she can wield iron and things like that like i think he wants to reassure her says no i see what you are and what you are it's not something as trite as you aren't weak because like charlene her jack say is dangerous and incredibly good at what she does um, and she fucking knows it. And she knows it. Like, you never, she's not somebody that needs a pep talk. Like, you got yeah. this girl. Like, that's not what it is. No. But rather an acknowledgement of not only are there the strengths that you know, there are strengths that you don't. Yeah. And because it's, it's, yeah, it's an acknowledgement of I see the, the, you know, it is, it is not going unnoticed. Yeah. And I think what it is instead that comes out, and I don't know exactly how to phrase this. Abstract it. Yeah, it's sort of like ends up almost like offhandedly talking about the role in society that Charlena is playing and like mm -hmm. how exhausting it must be. To have all those faces, thinking about like a wilting flower crown, a dubious honor. Mm. And it comes out like that. It's like, mm -hmm. I see what you're doing and I see that it's hard. Rather than going, you are so much more powerful than this. And when you yeah. realize that, you are going to be terrifying and a force to be reckoned with. And it's more like, Okay, instead I'm going to talk about this because you do yeah. do good stuff. And The thing is, I'm already terrifying and a force to be reckoned with. I could just be more terrifying well, and a force to be exactly reckoned with. Well, exactly that. Like, imagine somebody yeah. like Charlena taking over, like, the throne of the unseely court, for example. Yeah. Like, and then the notion of cor power corrupting and things like that. Because right now her focus is on helping the weak and what might happen if she was tapped into a different power source that then changed her priorities. But talking about mm -hmm. this instead, 
like how she dances the dance. This is like, it's still a pep talk, but it's talking about something safer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like admiring the dance steps that Charlena can make around the floor, politically yeah. speaking. She is very good at that. <laughs> I feel like Kyori, for all their charm, is not a subtle person, whereas Charlena knows how to be. Charlena knows how to read between the lines. She's had to learn. Yeah. She was she was forced to learn when she took when she took over the family. Yeah. The family seat. Um Yeah. Whereas like So she knows. Yeah. Whereas Kyoti does also like have to be is beholden to certain things, like can't really lie <laughs> yeah. without feeling like without it causing consequences and like iron sickness and stuff like that. So I think that there's you know, I think it's fun if the Jackstad family has a similar has a similar enough pact, but they've all learned how to politics talk. Yes, good shit. So they can politics their talk, they can politics talk their way around yeah. what they're actually saying. Yeah. So without it being an outright lie. Very cool. Also, questions. You can speak in questions and those that mm -hmm. can Countess, sorry, sorry for the collapse. Whoever's editing this in the future, um, and um, I'm fidgeting a lot because it is ten thirty in the morning my time. Um, <laughs> so, so you can you can obfuscate by asking questions instead of giving answers, like a politician. Also. <laughs> Very much so. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, listen, she's using it to her advantage. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, ask. I think after that, talking about the politics of it and like how Charlene has gotten good at doing that dance, despite everything, the conversation like, so what does she doubt about the ethics of our task and the practicalities of it? All right. I'm going to do the practicalities first. Laughing mimic, mm. common bellows turned from furnace to songbook or... A river babbling in a familiar voice, muffled words without meaning. Mm. Fuck. Shit. Mm. I almost never get that card, so it's really nice to see it here. <laughs> um, Princess. Sheltered and fearful, seen and never heard, expected to suffer lightly, or master of statecraft, coy and clever, wealth beyond golden land. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do ethics first because this one's pretty easy because it's both sides of the princess card, right? Yeah. The ethics of the situation is it's very possible that whoever is the person that we've been hired to kill is just a puppet. Mm. And the issue is, is that there's probably, uh, here we go, laughing mimic. Perfect. There's no way for us to know. Yeah. There's no way for us to know in either direction. And if it talks like a duck and walks like a duck, why would we think that it's not a duck? Yeah, exactly. And um I'm not I'm not certain that it would stop Char from going through with the job. Yeah. Cuz I don't think it would. But the worry is still there because she cares so much about people and she hates when people are being used. Mm. And 
we have no way of knowing just how deep this runs. For sure. Love that. I love the notion that this is the conversation the two of us are having as we uh, move down these twisting gaps between buildings that are technically too narrow for a car big enough for two people to get down and yeah all that good i love that we've we've established what our task is before whatever we'll draw the card and we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. i mean maybe outwardly the task is assassinate somebody but is that actually what we're doing yeah that's true so we get there and we we learn what it is that we're actually doing. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Should I draw the card or do you want to do it? Be my guest, please. So we we finally we have finally arrived at our destination, and we have learned what we are doing. <laughs> oh boy! Spindle wheel, you're saucy oh, today. Boy. Siren. A strangled scream, a klaxon wailing in the fog, a message scrawled in blood, or a warning unheeded, jagged stones mistaken for safe harbor. Oh, Thank you, Spindlewheel. Uh, this is, Thank you so much. This is incredible. God damn. Oh, I love Spindlewheel. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to duplicate the card so we can have both sides up at the same time. Because of who I am, he has a person. There we go. Uh, valid. Very valid. And I like to see both. Both of them are good. Well, this is this is the confirmation, isn't it? This isn't just yes. an assassination. Yeah. Who could have seen that one coming? Who indeed? What is there? What do we find? I think it's like like Charlena was worried about. I think what we realize is this is a mouthpiece. This is just one piece. Like it's 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 the mouthpiece specifically. <sighs> like we might be able to silence part of this for a little while, but this is just a part of it. Cut off the head of the Hydra, two more grow in its place. Exactly. I like the idea if it's a literal mm-hmm. mouthpiece. Yeah. Or if it's, maybe it's like, we get to where we're going. Oh, you know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's another call box. Mm. And inside of the inside of the little booth... There's a list of numbers to call. Hmm. And depending on the numbers, you get different each each number has It's like this is a this is a weak analogy. It's like a choose your own adventure game. Uh-huh. So depending on which number you call, you get the you get a different set of coordinates. Yeah. And I think that I think that Char goes into the call box. And she turns around and she goes, should have brought my sword. Well, that's the thing about not being given all the information, isn't it? You always end up feeling woefully underprepared. Hmm. 
you mind backing out of the box, dear? Um, give me just a moment. All right. Do you have a pen? Of course. Pull out a pen. It's a ridiculously nice fountain pen. Just, like, pristine. <laughs> okay, second question. Do you also have something to write on? A, um, a notebook is proffered, and it's, again... It's got to be a little bit OTT, like something that looks like it's from like the 1920s or even like you would find in like the a Paget illustration. Just like... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, just being pulled out of what is basically like a handbag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Jar was just going to, to write this on her arm, mm -hmm. which is a very dissonant image for her, but like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really nice fountain pen. She's not going to write with a really nice fountain pen on her own skin. Mm -hmm. Also, who knows what's in this fountain pen? You don't want to um, ask. And she kind of, she kind of jots down the phone numbers. Mm -hmm. Because, and I think actually she like, she goes down the list and she like picks one at random, calls it, flinches, writes down the coordinates, and then steps out of the call box. All right, then. Yes. All right. They're mockingbirds. Ah. Mm-hmm. Well, you should be all right with this, but nevertheless, if you want to wait by the car, go right ahead. Mm -hmm. They won't, um... It won't take out of your book, right? No. No, no, no. Okay, good. And Perfect. Kyoti steps into the box closes the door pulls the bell jar out and sets it on the little tiny shelf and this plant and now I'm just imagining like little baby Audrey too uh, but actually more like a smaller version of the plant elemental from Hellboy 2 like that but yeah. on a much on like a miniature scale mm -hmm. and these little tendrils like start feeding through like the uh the holes in the phone receiver and like just like it looks like it's wiring itself into the phone yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and you just sort of hear the phone just start ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and like the shift changes and you it's like different bells and like a phone shouldn't be able to be that musical shouldn't be able to carry that many notes with it but it's doing something <laughs> yeah so i accidentally looked at the card that i drew for my success so i took it and drew a different card no worries so i i our success i did our success first mm -hmm. so i am going to flip this one over to see if we succeed <laughs> fiddler's rosin <laughs> The vibe check returns. Oh my god, Spindle Wheel. <laughs> Spindle Wheel always choosing violence. <clears throat> Making do for want of a horseshoe nail, aid promised but never awarded, or an artist's tool to sweeten and empower clarity and strength through friction. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. 
I would call it a success, but I would call it a it's it's making we we made do. I was gonna say, is this like a fucking <laughs> is this a four to six? As it were, in a, is this a mixed success? Is this a success with consequences? Well, it's going to have consequences. That we only found one head of the Hydra. Yeah, exactly. It's a start. It's a start. A start has been made. Do hmm. you succeed? Let's see. Blizzard. A cutting white cold in the wind. Snow smothering the world in quiet. Or a cold snap, a sudden freeze, a moment in time suspended in frost. I think this is a partial success. This is fine tendrils of plant life winding their way around phone lines that spread out through the city, both magical and non. This is flowers blossoming in places that have no right to have a flower this is ears listening but this is not a removal so on the plus side you know the archive tree is not going to go hungry for a while yeah but there's too much to be removed yeah. But also, like, if this much was removed, its absence would be noticed. And that's not how we do things. Mm -hmm. So this is instead mapping everything out. So partial success. It's not the Oof. goal intended. But... Oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no. Yes. Oh my yes. god. <sighs> Incredible. I'm gonna draw I'm drawing one more because I want to complicate this. Of course you do. I am going to pivot this as good as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alright, sure. Okay. <sighs> Spindle wheel, can we please let her have a break? Apparently not. No. Um, do I succeed? The card that I drew is the Fallen. A would-be martyr with delusions of sainthood, a powder keg in want of a spark, or a sheep fleeced, a chump bamboozled, a chronically unlucky sucker. I drew a card to complicate it, and I got snake oil. A simple solution to a complicated problem, easy in theory, difficult in practice, or a stopgap, a placebo, a sweet-tasting poison. So I think the thing is, is that yes, I do succeed. I think that what I'm going to pull here, I'm going to pull a powder keg in want of a spark. I'm going to pull mm -hmm. both sides of snake oil. And I'm going to say that the archive flower, or the archive tree, is going to be the thing that makes me succeed here. More than anything else. Mm -hmm. Because of course it is. Because of course it's going to do a better job at rooting out, pun intended, um, <laughs> the information that I wanted to bring to the forefront even if it doesn't necessarily expose it. Because, like, what Char is going to try and do with the phone numbers that she pulled and the coordinates that she got is going to be really, really difficult. Even though it feels like it would be really easy because, like, ostensibly. But she knows, right? Like, she can look at, like, 
the seven phone numbers that she got and know that there's seven different sets of coordinates and that can all branch off and interweave into a labyrinth that she'll never be able to navigate. Yeah. She took the numbers anyway because, uh, by God, is, are they gonna fucking try? Like, whoever it is that hired them, maybe she just gives it to the car. But whatever, whatever comes next, like, but she, but she knows that, you know, this is all just waiting to boom. Yeah. And so she's got to be real careful about where she steps. <laughs> Nothing quite like finding yourself in the center of a minefield. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Good shit. It's a good game. It's fun. Yeah. So I like the notion that we hand the information over to the car. Yes. The archive tree sprout is uh, not going to be distangled. And the car just drives off. Yeah. And we need to find a bus. Yeah. Great. Good shit. <laughs> we just both silently get on a bus and go back into the mortal part of the city. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, 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 Jade. Hey, Mac. What if uh -huh. we play Navigator to get back? Ew, that's fun. Fuck yeah. We could just, we could just do that. Hell yeah. We are the masters of our destiny. It's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. 
we do a variety of shows including the room where it happened and dumb kids playing hero two actual play shows and a steven universe discussion podcast called gay space rocks we also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standing stones prod you can keep up with everything that we do on twitter at stones underscore standing unfortunately standing stones was already taken your support means a lot thanks again